Yeah. And so I just ripped them off in agony. Yeah. And so I'm, I have a shirt on, naked from the waist down, butt in the air, <laughs> face on the carpet, just going, Aah! everybody to journey to the center of the corn dog the corn dog welcome to the journey to the center of the corn dog saucy corn dog saucy corn dogs so anyway <laughs> thank you for joining us corn doggers <laughs> welcome back corn doggers so this is the podcast that has nothing to do with corn dogs. If you are just tuning in for the first time, uh, my name is Amy and my co-host my name is, Andrew. is my wonderful, beautiful, bearded, yeah. uh, I ran out of, sorry, you're awesome. Here he is. What? Andrew. Thank you. I'm also your husband. Yes. I think I mentioned that. <laughs> no, you just died. Did you? I don't know. I thought you were just using adjective. I am your husband. Don't That's forget right. about it. So anyway, today, we've, we we kind of don't have much to talk about, to be uh, honest. It's been, I, we've have, just been living been life. What have you been doing lately? Okay, Amy? so the only thing that I had going on this week was I injured my shoulder yeah. like an old person. I'm really upset, guys. It's I'm 31, but I swear the day I turned 30, I woke up in a different body. Oh, it happens. I'm I'm in my mid 30s, and you know things <laughs> just start falling apart. <laughs> I and it and I'm not trying to sound cliche, but it's just so frustrating. But also, I do so two how, young kids. So how did you hurt your shoulder? So okay, originally it started. I believe about five years ago, I was laying on the couch, like mm-hmm. a couch potato, yep. on my back, and my left arm was hanging down. And we used to have this overweight um, Cavalier King <laughs> Charles named Tilly. and she, she had, She's the best, but yeah, she was super chunky. She was so chunky <laughs> and not only fat. Literally, but she just was a fat girl and wanted emotionally to emotionally and um, yeah. spiritually. She was just fat spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, she didn't really like to go on walks. Yeah, and she just liked to hang out on the couch with you just and sleep. just chill. Oh, R.I.P. Tilly. R.I.P. Anyway, passed away last year. So, um, anyway, fat Tilly girl. I she was trying to get on the couch to lay with me so we could both be fat girls and i put my arm down as i'm laying on my back and i reached my arm under and i lifted this like 35 pound dog and i remember i heard like a like a pop oh. or like a tear and i was like oh that hurt so you thought you were the hulk for a moment and just tried to one arm this fat yeah. dog just and then just broke your shoulder in like the worst position possible on the couch. <laughs> it's not like I was working out. I was laying down and I just you're let in, it rip. You're in fat mode and then you're trying to oh, pick up your fat dog. Exactly. It was a sight to see and I just I remember when like, that happened cuz you complained about it for like a few weeks. You're like, "I think Tilly hurt my shoulder." Okay, so I could not lift my arm above my head but after this. At this point, we had no kids. Yeah, we had no kids and my job was not labor intensive, right. so I was I it healed 
fairly naturally. I mean, it took mm-hmm. a couple months, but finally at one point I'm like, oh, I can actually put my hand above my head. It's not too bad. <laughs> so anyway, I think this was a re-injury. So just like, I don't know, a week or so ago, I just noticed my arm was really bothering me. It kept getting worse. Then it would get a little better then a little worse. And finally it got so bad that I caved and the night before Easter, I was in so much pain. I was like, I, I have to go to urgent care. I have to get okay, this hold at on. least looked at. You're missing part of the story. A week before, when you first started telling me, my arm hurts, <laughs> I said, why don't you go to the doctor? Or why don't we do this? Or why don't you do this to help it? And you're like, no, I'll just see how it feels tomorrow. That turned into a week and a half of, I'll just see how it feels tomorrow. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then the day before Easter, I'm like, we're taking you to urgent care tomorrow in the morning so you can get your arm checked out. <laughs> uh, so I think part of it, I I have, I have certain reservations, and this is my own thing. So I am so pro seeing the doctor for sure. anybody else. Or taking medicine, or I'm just pro science and yeah. being healthy and modern medicine. It's beautiful. So, but when I have things like this, I'm just I, I I do think I have a little bit of a somewhat higher pain tolerance. Like I'm not one that's like ah I gotta go now. Sure. It's I just think well I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna take care of it at home for as long as I can. No, you know what your problem. You- Oh, you, let me hear what my problem is. No. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yes, you you have no problem with the doctor or going to the doctor. You're not afraid of the doctor. You, you, right. You're all about that, which is great. But you are, for one, stubborn. You don't want to go out of your way to do things if you feel like it's not necessary. Yes. And then two, you're cheap. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> and you're I like, am you're, cheap. This is you. I'm like, why don't you go to the doctor? This is like two days after you've been complaining <laughs> about your shoulder. You're like... Oh, my arm hurts. It still can't move it. I'm like, okay, well, why don't you go to the doctor? Ah, they're gonna, they're not gonna do anything, and they're just gonna make me get an MRI, and I don't want to pay for that MRI. Yeah. And I'm like, just go. Well, I'm, I'm nervous because of what the breakdown of the visit's gonna look like. Is it gonna be Your problem... super invasive, where they're gonna be like, well, we should really take an X-ray, and I'm gonna sit there and be like, well. I don't think I really need an x-ray or and then... But you don't know. That's why they're there. I know. And I know I keep saying your problem. You have many amazing, wonderful qualities, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> the other problem is... is that... Wait, is, were these in our vowels when we got married? That's right. Yep. I'm, I, I snuck them in there. <laughs> you have many wonderful qualities. But... But, no. The, this is not... It's nothing against you personally, but... The other problem is you have worked in an urgent care center for yes. many years. Yeah. So you know the ins and outs of how this stuff goes. So that's I do. Wh- that's why you're reluctant. You're like, oh, they're just going to do this, and it's, they're, not, they're just going to tell me to ice it, and they're not going to yeah. do much. So you, that's why you are reluctant to go, because you feel like you know the outcome already. Yes, that is true. And for anyone who doesn't know me, for several years, I worked in a very high-paced, high-stressful extremely busy urgent care center and um i would often tell people yeah i do registration in the front as well as like processing the insurance and any like financial needed stuff right 
And people, I re, every time I would tell people, and it's fine, they would just be like, oh, okay. Because they're probably used to just like a doctor's office. Right. But the, the kindly old front desk lady that's This like... was a different, basically picture a mini ER. Yeah, and you guys and were we got slammed all the time. Sla- it would, this is no lie, and I'm not kidding you, because you can go to the center and it will be this way. We opened at 8. I'd get there at like 7.30 in the morning to get set up and do all this other stuff, and there would be a line. Like, there'd be 10 people. People waiting at the door. Waiting at the door. Yeah. It, rain, wind, snow, waiting. And as soon as those doors open, which we I opened... It, you had to like jump out of the it was way. Like Black Friday <laughs> it, every day, and it was people just being like, "I was here first, and I have a sore throat, oh and I've been waiting gosh. in the parking lot for six since six a.m." <laughs> and um, but I did. See, I saw a lot. I saw very scary things because I saw people walking in where I was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> um, and basically, when I was applying. for like going on the tour before I got this job, the director did say the front is a hard job. And he was like, you see the people coming in and you see them leave. You right. have to deal with them twice. And he said, if you're in the very front, cause we had three desks up front, if you're in the very front, which I did all the time, he basically was like, you are the captain of the ship because yeah. you were the only eyes up front. Yeah. And you're, true job was to communicate to the back so when there was an emergency that fell on the person in the front you had had the responsibility of rushing them to the back to the actual doctors and and getting the doctors getting anyway so we would see like i remember at one point we were hitting about 200 patients a day and our center was open 8 a.m to 10 p.m so we had an opening time not like you were 24 7 yeah and a closing time and we would see 200 people and we found out that the ER was seeing about 430 Jeez. in a 24-hour period. Jeez. So we were seeing, but these people were in and out, in and out, in yeah. and out. No, you guys were, for how busy you guys were, yeah. you were pretty fast. So I feel like having the injury, I'm just sitting there going, oh, now, well, depends. If I'm seeing, <laughs> if I see this certain kind of doctor, they're going to run every single test. Okay, but you went to the urgent care and what happened? I had a a very wonderful visit. And nobody was there, and you were in and out, and home in an hour. With my medicine. With your medicine in an hour. In an hour. hour. Yeah. And I had a really nice visit, so. (laughs) Moral of the story, just go to urgent care when you you don't feel good. So anyway, but you know what, though? Since you're sitting here picking on me with all the stubbornness, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you also... Oh, I know. I got my fault. (laughs) I'm not not proclaiming to be an angel. No, but... So for the listeners just listening, I'm just curious because I think a lot of men mm-hmm. can be like this. You'll sit there, oh, I have such a bad headache. And oh. I, my first response is, why don't you take Advil or take Tylenol? Depending on muscle ache or yeah, if you're staring I... at a screen. And you sit there and go, I don't know. And then you wait. <laughs> and every hour on the top of the hour, you go, oh, I just don't feel good. My head hurts. And I cringe because I like will get the pills for you, and I'm like just. And you go, oh, well, how many am I supposed to take? And I'm like, Andrew. Okay, I don't think I've ever said how many am I supposed to okay. take. Okay, I know how many Tylenol to take, okay. Amy. Or you say, should I take two? 
Should I take one? Yes, you have. I know the prescription of Tylenol is two pills. Okay. I've taken Tylenol plenty of times. No, it's usually because I'm I'm don't feel great, but it's not to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm miserable. Like I'm just like, oh, I got like a slight headache, and it's like annoying. Yeah. And it's like I just want to close my eyes and it'll go away. But it's like I don't want to. I don't want to be taking Tylenol all the time because that's not good for you either to be constantly taking. You don't pills. know that. It's not. You. Uh... You don't. Want, you do not want to take Tylenol like every single day. Well, if you're chronically taking Tylenol every single day, then right. yeah, you should probably. That's when you should I, go to the doctor because you've got uh, some aches. And I want to keep my on. body in tip-top shape, and so it needs to learn how to fight these things on its own. Oh. Oh my gosh, these are pain relievers. I'm not even a doctor or anywhere near. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a medical assistant. Nothing. I've just been around it. Just some tough love to my own body. You know, I can't be babying it all the time, giving it Tylenol whenever it wants it. Oh, guys, I'm the biggest (laughs) eye roll right now. (laughs) Sometimes it just has to fight it off on its own. But you have to complain to me about it the whole time. Absolutely. Yep. That's right. Hey, I've been getting my fill of hearing about your true. shoulder for the week and a half. And I hate doing it. I hate complaining because I, I am it. the one, I am the person that's like, if I have a headache, I, know. I will just go take something because I don't want to complain. But, but it's okay. Sometimes complaining does help. Like when you're in like that nagging, constant pain, like moaning. Yes. Like as I weird agree. as, like when I had my kidney stone, which was absolutely awful in a story in its own right but when i had a kidney stone like moaning and like wailing was like only thing i could do to like yes. give myself any sense of like relief relief and that that even didn't give me any relief it was so painful but can we just quickly go oh, over the kidney don't... we don't have to go into detail summary of the kidney stone story i went to work i drove to work and i was at work this is before we Bef- two weeks before our wedding two weeks before our wedding i'm at work Early in the morning, I'm in a call center. I'm taking my first IT phone call of the day, helping some ding-dong reset their password probably. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of the phone call. I start getting this like awful pain in my lower like abdomen, groin area. Just like, it's like building and not going away. And like First I'm like, oh, it's probably just gas or something. And I'm like, oh, this is different. This is painful. And like, I'm like trying to get this person off the phone. Mm-hmm. Finally, get them off the phone. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Maybe it'll work itself out. I go to the bathroom and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, ah, it's like getting worse. And I just feel sick from the pain. So I'm like, all right, whatever is going on, something's not right. So I go back. I just run up to like a manager. I'm just like, hey, I'm really not feeling well. I'm going to head home for the day. So I like get out of the office. I go back down to my car. I get in my car. And the pain at this point is so excruciating. I backed my car up and tried to drive, and I immediately pulled the car over and parked again because I was in so much pain I couldn't drive. I'm just like, ah, 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 just in my car, like, screaming. And then, I, so I'm just like, I don't know, maybe I'm dying. Maybe my appendix exploded or something. I don't know what's going on. So you were calling me, but I was working, were working. So and my phone was on silent. So I couldn't answer it. You didn't answer. So I'm just like, all right, I guess I got to call 911 because maybe I'm dying. So I dial 911. <laughs> Which is good. That was a really, it was a really smart thing I to guess. do. I, I know you feel a little bit embarrassed little, about it. I mean, afterwards I felt dumb. Because but you didn't know what it was. I had no I just, all I knew, it felt like a knife was digging its way from the inside of my body out. And I was like, something is wrong. I've never felt pain like this in my life. Right. And it was excruciating. So I dialed 911 and I'm like, like in between breaths, I'm like, they're like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm in the parking 
structure of wherever I was working at the time. And, you know, they're like, okay, we'll send an ambulance. And then I can see, like, so I'm waiting, and I see an ambulance then going up and down the, <laughs> the parking circling. lanes looking for me. And, like, then the 911 dispatcher called me back, and it's like, the ambulance is there. They're looking for you. And I'm like, okay. I'll, like, beat my horn. <laughs> so I beat my horn. And they come in over to find me. And by that point, of course, as soon as they get to my car door, oh, yeah. I'm, like, it's starting to subside. And I feel like an idiot. And so the paramedics are, like, helping me out of the car. And they're, like, okay. And they get me into the ambulance. And, like, <laughs> and they take me. They're taking me to the hospital. And I'm, like, oh, I feel like an idiot because now I feel fine. They called it, though. Didn't they say? Well, the one guy looked at me and he's, like... He's like, you ever have a kidney stone before? And I'm like, no. And he's like, where's the pain at? And I like showed him, and he's like, sounds like it might be a kidney stone. He's like, you might be in for a rough ride still. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. And then your mom called me on the way. Well, because, well, yes. In, I was in the hospital. Not in the hospital. I was in the ambulance on the way, and she called me. And at this me. point, I well, I got the yeah. voice messages. So by the time I got the voice, you're like, <laughs> Amy, I don't know. You're like, you know, you feel like you're dying. And then... I get another voice message and you're like, I'm calling an ambulance. And I'm just like, what is going on? And I couldn't get a hold of you. So I called my mom. And then my mom got a hold of you before I did. Yeah, she called me while I was in the ambulance. And of course, your mom, who's a nurse, I'm talking to her. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, well, Andrew, it probably is just gas. And I'm just like, I'm in my head, I'm like, I know what gas is. Believe me. <laughs> I am the man of gas. Like I've spent most I am of my gas man. yeah, I am gas man. I've spent most of my life farting, like constantly, and You're like, this and clearing. I've, I've been clearing rooms since I was in elementary school. No, but I was just like, this is not gas. And but, but that's she, my mom. She's a nurse. She always so downplays it. Downplay it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they take me to the hospital. They put me in a room and they run like. They're running like blood tests and different. I think they did like a Everything, X-ray. They yeah. did like the whole works, and I'm just like sitting in the bed. I have like a gown on, and I'm just like, hmm. And then like, of course, at this point, I feel fine. I'm just like laying in the hospital bed. They're like doing all these tests. I'm just laying there waiting, and you show up, and you're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I'm like, hi. And then all of a sudden, they come in, and they're like, yeah. They're like, yep, it's a kidney stone. And then they're like, you didn't pass it yet. And I'm like, oh. And they're like, they're like, go home and just drink lots of water. Okay, so and I'm yeah, like, oh, they also downplayed it because yeah. both of neither of us had really been around anyone who's had, had a one. Stone. I've never had so one, so we thought that was the worst of it. I thought it was like it's oh, over. Great. So just drink water and flush out whatever's you know. Yeah, they're like, go home, drink lots of what water. What they failed You'll to mention it. was the kidney stone never passed. <laughs> Yeah, I was so confused. It just stopped moving. Yes, because I wasn't drinking water. But they prescribed like a heavy duty, like a they, oxycotton, oxycotton, like something. I think it was oxycotton. They prescribed to me. So I had to work a double. So we got you back to the house. Yeah, we we had already purchased our house that we're living in now. Yeah, and so I went back there and I was like, okay, I just get the rest of the day off. This is great. And I was like, well, I guess if you're fine, I'll go back to work. So Andrew, why don't you go get food, get your prescription. And just relax, and because it was just a hectic morning. Yeah. I think you took me back to my car, or Something I got a, like so that, I got yeah. a ride back to my car. And I drove home, drove myself home back to the house. And then I had to go back to work. And I stopped and got myself food. I got a big old barbecue sandwich. You uh, no, didn't... like I got a pulled pork sandwich yeah. from like a local barbecue place. A giant sandwich. I was like, mm, I'm starving. I ate the whole thing. 
just nom, 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 gobbled it down. I did not go get my prescription. <laughs> that was my biggest mistake. Um, you so went I, home? I get home. I devour my sandwich. I'm just chilling. Drinking I, water? Just drinking. Drinking water You're all like, of a sudden. You're like, great, it's over. No. It had only begun. I had just started the journey. <laughs> And it was, Journey to the center of the kidney stone. Oh, Amy, it was so bad. Oh, I And all remember. of a sudden, the pain comes back, but way worse. So I'm in the hallway, just moaning and rolling around, just in absolute agony. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, this this kidney stone, it's going to kill me. I like, I literally was like, I feel like I'm dying. So, And all of a sudden, I'm in so much pain, I go into the bathroom and I just, I can, it's like when you feel yourself just go pale. I like, oh, yeah. I break into a, a sweat, like a cold sweat all over my body. Just pff, everything's sweating. I can feel all the color drain from my face. And I'm just like, oh no. And there was just so much pain. I just threw up. I just turned over to the bathtub and just barfed Why all in the, the bathtub? bathtub. I don't know. I was You're right pain. next to the toilet. I felt like I was dying. I and know. so I puke all that my my beautiful barbecue sandwich all over the bathtub and then i just fall off the toilet and laying on the bathroom floor just crying in agony just yeah. like moaning and i think i managed to get a hold of you yes and so so <laughs> once again i'm at work <laughs> missing the calls oh. getting voicemails and i'm like oh my gosh and i don't have you're like take your prescription that they gave you the anti-pain medicine yes I, I was like where's your pain medicine and i was like i didn't get it i was like you went <laughs> and bought a pulled pork barbecue sandwich went home devoured it and just sat and watched tv without picking up your prescription but to be fair we did think it was over yes they didn't tell me they they were kind of sneaky at the hospital. It's like they, they were. I think they tried to get me out before before the second part. before it started moving again because they didn't give me any fluids while I was there. You're right. They didn't give me any fluids because oh, they they want sneaky. they didn't want me to stay there and yeah. be like screaming. They're like, probably. no, go home and deal yeah. with it on your hallway floor. Yeah. So I had to find. Co- this was at a job. This was I was a caregiver at the time. Yeah. You couldn't just leave. Like I had each time, oh. both shifts, I had to find someone to come in. It was so stressful. And when I got home, I had to get your insurance card because I don't think you even had any prescriptions at the time. I had to go and get your stuff. I had to leave you. You were you were like half naked on the floor, you, just when, dying. When Amy came in to find me, I was naked from the waist down in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> well, you can't face, help it. Face on the floor moaning because I was in the bathroom. Well, I, when you get hot like that, sometimes it's well, no, like it wasn't even the heat. It wasn't the heat. I went into the bathroom to and like oh. I was in, everything was tight. Like my oh, pants yeah, and yeah. underwear were tight. Yeah. And so I just ripped them off in agony. Yeah. And so I'm, I have a shirt on, naked from the waist down, butt in the air, <laughs> face on the carpet, just going, <laughs> screaming and moaning. It was terrible. I'm it like, was so terrible, guys. Thank goodness you decided decided to marry me the next after two yeah. weeks later because it was that was like full like humility just yeah i was laying there. it was not a pretty I picture really bad. i was I miserable very and then like i'm horrible. just like i couldn't get comfortable that's the worst part every position i was in was uncomfortable the only uncomfortable position was in the hallway with my face in the rug and yeah. like just contorting my body oh just but misery. you know what a quick ran out got the medicine i came back I was like, take this immediately. Like you, you, he was in so much pain. I'm like, take it. You took it. And maybe in 20 minutes, you 
passed this is out. Hours. I was this. Yeah, I hours. Was in hours of agony. Well, I couldn't get off until I got yeah. someone at the where so I was just working. Hours of pure agony trying yeah. to pass this kidney stone, and then you finally get me the medicine. It's like late in in the, the evening at this point, yeah. probably like nine or yeah. ten at night, and I'm just like so physically and mentally exhausted. I yeah. take the oxycotton, and it kicks in probably within fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I just pass out on the rug in the hallway. Yep. I don't even remember. I just remember you giving it to me and then just boom, you, out. I went and got him a blanket. I think I might have managed to get your head on the pillow. Like, you were so out. You just left me in the hallway. And I, I didn't want to touch you. I didn't want to move you. It was like a sleeping baby. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to leave you here. You finally stopped, you know, moaning. And I just snuck past you. I think I almost stepped on your arm. And we had a... I wasn't living there yet, but there was, I think your bed might've been sat up, mm-hmm. set back there. So I went and got into bed. I felt like I was exhausted. I think, didn't, I remember at the time you said you did like hit my arm and I like went, I like You moved, like moved. And and you like, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't wake up. Don't wake the beast. <laughs> yeah. And so then I sleep like a rock on the hallway floor. And then I remember waking up pretty I don't know. It was like sometime a few hours later. Maybe it was in the middle of the night. I woke up and I just like in a daze, just like stumble down the hallway and climb into bed with you and just like pass out. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, it's the morning and I have to pee and I get up and I go to the bathroom and it comes out. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say bink. It was more like dunk. This thing was like the size of a pea. Well, like half the size of a pea. Yeah. It was big. It was it was a big one. Was, I mean, not it was pretty close to where you would have to get um the like the surgery done. I mean, but it wasn't, I'm sure I remember have, her saying that. Yeah, She's people like, have passed pass. way, Yeah, people have passed way bigger, I'm sure, but this thing it was pretty sizable. Well, how it was explained to me was take a pencil line cuz people think it's the part the um I don't think it's the urethra part that where it hurts, right? No, it's, no. It's the, it's, the um, it's not passageway the, coming down. Yeah, no, down. it's not when it's like, not when you pee it out, you don't even feel yeah, it. Yeah, it's not that part. And it is the get part that... from like the kidney to the bladder. Yeah, There's so like whatever thin, that nice little. Thin little tube yeah, or whatever. They, and said, they said, take a pencil oh. and just draw a, a pencil line. And that's that should not be, like that's just um like a tube. Yeah. That's not supposed to be. Um, oh. what's the word I'm looking for? Stretch expand, or, yeah. yeah, or stretch, and then have a rock hard pea, like a a vegetable pea, coming down, yeah, and just that's, stretching, and that's the part. That's pretty that's much what painful. it was. Oh, it was agony. I love how we're. I'm. I just said, oh yeah, quick, tell the story, and now and make it, it turned short. into like anyway, the whole podcast. Sorry, guys. Anyway, so and then I had. Well, super interesting though. If you've never had a kidney stone, and oh. God forbid you so, get one, but at least here's now my you know. advice: drink lots of water, and especially when it's like winter time and you feel like you shouldn't drink as much water because you're not hot. That's when it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Or if you're working outside, that's dangerous. Just basically drink lots of water all the time. Yeah, I've had a few after that, like mm-hmm. smaller ones, much smaller ones that I was able to pass much easier. But I think I had another one then. Like a week or so after. A week or so after that, and it hurt. Like it, right before our wedding. Yeah, right before the wedding. It wasn't nearly as bad, but it still hurt pretty darn bad. And I remember taking a deep breath because we had a, a fairly big size wedding. This wasn't. Yeah. It. 
And I, you start to have those thoughts. My fear was like, what if I get one during the wedding? Yeah, or the day <laughs> of, or that morning. Oh. And I just, you know, not that I panicked. I just started, you start thinking, oh, oh my word, this could totally like either cancel our <laughs> wedding or push it back thank the lord that it happened when it did and that yeah, it all worked out exactly. but exactly yeah, basically moral of the story drink lots of water avoid tea um like iced tea which i never really drank it they just said yeah. it can just sometimes happen i probably just wasn't getting and enough then they water they just said that some people are prone to it so oh. you might just be more prone to it so you just have to be more proactive that's awful i know <laughs> I know. No. I even said something to you today because we were working outside. It, it's like the first nice day of, yeah. of the year. Well, one of the first nice days. And so we worked outside today. And I reminded him, I was like, oh, make sure you take your water, drink your water because I kidney was... stone season is in session. Yeah, I was drinking. Don't worry. But yeah, anyway, kidney stone and a pulled pork sandwich not a good combination yeah don't just don't even eat pork barbecue when you're sick like the least bit sick. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah probably not a good idea yeah and especially also, that big heavy sandwich when you're in that kind of pain if you're naked in the middle of the hallway and your fiance walks in you don't even care it no. could anybody could have walked in and i would have been like i don't even give a crap i was in so much agony my embarrass there was no embarrassment i didn't care yeah. I didn't care who found me at that point. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it, it's funny because you say that because it's often compared to um, child labor. Yeah. yeah, child labor. And as a woman, before you go into labor, you're often like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to be so, like, exposed. Like, everyone, you know, there's yeah. a couple people in the room. You're in the room. Like, everyone's there. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh, when that moment comes, you're like, I don't give an F. Yeah, like. No. I don't care if there's 50 people in the room. Get My body done. is yeah. freaking out, and I want this kid out Yeah, that now. Was, that's how I was. I and was, that's, yeah. I was like, I don't give a rip right now. Everything yep. is painful. I literally at one point was like, I might die. Like, yeah, you I, feel I was, like I'm I was like, die. I think I'm going to die. I was like, I don't think I can handle this pain anymore. Yeah. Like hours and hours of that pain. It was just excruciating. Oh, thank goodness for modern medicine. When you, thank stuff goodness. like that, when you... When you're given the gift of modern medicine and for, you know, when you don't, when you're someone who doesn't ever take that kind of stuff and like I've had it before where I couldn't stop throwing up and they gave me a shot in my butt and all of a sudden <laughs> I'm like, wow, I feel great. I feel like better than I have in like months. But um, also coming from the person who refused to go to urgent care for a week and a half because their okay. arm hurt. <laughs> I know. I know. And I've been a total bee about it because I just complained a lot. But oh. you're you're on the track to recovery. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, corn doggers, I hope you enjoyed some of our medical mishaps and yeah. you can learn from our mistakes. Make sure to drink that water. Don't get kidney stones. And if your arm hurts for a week and a half, you should probably go get that checked out. Probably should get it checked out. Yeah, I kind of oh. I was regretting it a little bit towards the end. But anyway, thank you all for joining. Have a wonderful week. And tune in next time to Journey to the Center of the Corn Dog. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>